listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Morning. Good morning. Morning, Morgan. Morning. I just got that out of the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like to establish the time of day very early on in the show. Yeah. But now that, that that's done. Can I tell you something before we go to the outside world? Sure. It's a music station. Where music matters. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, I was um, consequently, as part of my presentorial research, I was watching the, uh, I think they're called the MTV EMA Awards. Oh. Which wow. is. I love that uh, you know that. Yeah. I only knew it because it was like they kept saying it. Okay. What do they stand for, EMA? Have we got that? European Sarah? Music Awards? Oh, okay. Is that right? Yeah, it's not as tricky as it, as it might Can sound. Can I just say... What Sarah? does MTV stand for? Music Television? I think it does. Yeah, yeah. well, what's in when does television well, have two letters like that? Good point. Anyway... It's a nice argument to have with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I used to watch... You know, I don't know if I've told this before, but I used to watch MTV in blocks of about eight or nine hours when I first uh, oh, when it first depressing. came out. Oh, man, I used to so love <laughs> it. Is it is a bit... So right. depressing. Right. Well, I man, with very, your lively mind. I used to live yes. very near to a KFC. Stop so boasting. It was, stop boasting. <laughs> it was just perfect. Anyway, I, I haven't watched it for a while. And um, so the, the wars... You can imagine there's lots of, you know... People coming on, yeah. uh, who've got awards for you can't imagine what. Anyway, uh, it was, they were all very nice, and then um, Janet Jackson won uh, like a lifetime achievement. Oh. I sort of forgot. Yeah, she existed. So whatever happened to? Yeah, I, I think they're all. You sort of think they're all dead once once Michael yeah. goes. Yeah. But no, still bet. working apparently, and uh, she has now become. Uh, and I, that's what she wants. She wants something with the word icon in it. It's always good. Mm. And uh, the bloke, uh, the presenter, kissed her, and she looked horrified. I mean, really? Oh wow! You know when you kiss a five volt, is it a five volt or a nine volt battery? Yeah. When you get that, if you if you, <laughs> if you touch the negative and the positive, you get like a shock. It was like that. Yeah. I thought this bloke has really he's kissed an icon. When you say this bloke, was it like Justin Bieber or something? No, I don't oh, know okay. who he... I, I didn't know who he was. He, okay. he looked like a colourful character. <laughs> but anyway, um, she then did a, a... You know, people now don't... It used to be like, thank you, and, and then they talk about some... They're activists now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're all activists. Yeah. So she's talking about some, you know... Issue. Like kind of, yeah, I think hers was how, how people dispose of fridges... Oh, really? oh yeah. big speech about that. Yeah, mm. and uh, oh, where's all the fun gone out of it? Keep your activism for the meetings. Yeah. Anyway, she did that, and then it said um, it said after the break. It's me and Kath are watching it. Kath is my partner. We're both um, maybe a bit old, to be honest, for the EMA Awards. I mean, prob- I don't think she's as old as Janet Jackson. Very hard to tell with Janet Jackson. Mm. Mm-hmm. She looked... Um, her face had got a slight Casper the Friendly ghost, <laughs> a slightly oh, transparent yeah. element. Yeah. 
Anyway, um, it said after the break, um, Marshmallow will be on. <laughs> so Kat said to me, wouldn't it be brilliant if, if a bloke came on and his head was just an enormous marshmallow? So yeah. we was laughing about it. So <laughs> comes back... <laughs> And there he is, a bloke who's had just an enormous marshmallow. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like the most... Bit of light relief. Oh, yeah. it was great. Because Kat and Sandy, and we'd laugh like we when we first went out. <laughs> <laughs> we laughed about the ridiculousness if such a thing was to happen. And then there he was. <laughs> Big white. Well, he was white on the night. I don't know if he has a pink one. Oh, he didn't go pink. All right. he, might, he might have a pink one. But maybe he does like, even the Britney you said in a costume change. Maybe, maybe he's come, a, a come on. for when he comes back off his holidays. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is Frank Skinner Absolute Radio Frank, on the... Uh... I think we're getting to the bottom, aren't we, of uh, the Janet Jackson mystery? We know, we know who kissed her now Oh yes, it was oh, yeah. Jason Derulo Of course OK, you a fan of his? I, I've never... JD, I call him I, You know, I, I, I respect know. these people for uh, gaining some status but I don't he's know very success. He's very sort of man who owns a villa in Ibiza. Okay. Oh, is he? Yeah. And what about Marshmallow? Is he is he doing well? Well, very well. Is worth, he worth millions, Marshmallow? Did now, you know, would you have known him before? I knew who he was when I saw. Okay. I've got to be honest. When you said that though, I'd seen him with the black marks on his marshmallow head. Well, he has to have a face on it. <laughs> Yeah, but make so an I effort. I think that's just Frank. to help the camera. Yeah, he's not just a blank canvas. Make no. an effort. Two crosses. I mean, look, he could have made more of an effort. But look, I raise my glass to him. I can honestly say I have toasted marshmallow. Uh, <laughs> um, but the thing I've worked out about marshmallow, he is. No one really knows who he is. It's a bit of a Banksy type scenario. Uh, I believe. Oh, really? It's one of those signing on. Well, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Al signing but, yeah, on. But he never declared that gig. Yeah, yeah. No. And a great way to carry on in the music profession when you hit, you know, in the 60s or 70s. Well, How uh, old is he yeah, underneath the marshmallow? I don't think he'll be around then, will he? What would be good <laughs> I'd if love he, it if he was, fine. If he allowed the marshmallow head to age slightly over the years. I don't know. You never, I've never <laughs> watched a marshmallow age, though. I wouldn't know what happens no, to No, I mean, either. I'm just yeah, a bit singed like it had been by the bonfire. It's not yeah. a thing you keep, is it? <laughs> I mean, Bart Simpson's been about 11 for 30 years, hasn't he? Yeah, but I think you'll find he's an animated yeah. character. But so yeah. is Marshmallow's head, in a way, unless yeah. that's a real head, in which case... I no, wouldn't, I wouldn't have expected it at the summer, Air Awards. Gonna, we're going to be, we're gonna be in, uh, we'll be in hot water if it turns out that's his real head. <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. man, we'd have broken every... That would be... That, that would finish... If it turns out Marshmallow's <laughs> head is like that, that's my career over. There'll be things that the people from... There'll be a, a, like a sort of swollen head society. Yeah. yeah. And they'll say it's this sort of um, arrogant... Contempt, yeah. which is why these why you haven't heard of them because these people stay in mainly and marshmallows broken the amazing thing. really when you think yeah. of all the controversial things you've said to be hoisted by this by that amazing. particular petard <laughs> yeah. I know exactly but anyway what um, a pity. can I just God say Ultra Magnus has <laughs> been um, in Oof. touch it's actually MK Knight she's changed her name a bit I think she says 
Maybe Marshmallow should team up with Hot Chocolate. Oh, oh very strong. Yeah, they're still going. <laughs> so that'd, be, that'd be the end of Marshmallow. It would be. If, I think he might be thinking in those terms, hadn't you? <laughs> Who can I do? Um, what mm. do they call them when they work to collaborate? Collab, yeah. Collaborations with people feet, who just think. Sort of, M&M. Oh, yeah. feet, yeah. Still all, it's all the confectionery, isn't it? Uh, yeah, th- is that what we want during the national obesity crisis? I don't think People so. saying, "Oh, look at my mm, just to remind you, you yes. you're just taking your mind off it with a bit of music." Remember it? what a lovely marshmallow is like. <laughs> God, I mean, talk about temptation. The poor kids, and the presenter had like a sort of candy floss dress on as well. Jason oh. Derulo, very thin as well, <laughs> candy floss on a stick. It was always saying, "Get into the nearest fairground and uh, fill your boots." Mm. This was the message. Uh-huh. What was she called, Sarah? Haley Steinfeld. Haley Haley Steinfeld. You know her as well. You've been researching the young people, Emily. <laughs> What's going on? Sorry, you did. You googled I, young I people. Yeah. Jason Durango. <laughs> was that what he's called? Oh, yeah, Durango. Wow. Yeah, but I don't just shut up shop as each birthday comes. I, know, I keep an interest in there. Like, Hayley Steinfeld was an actress as well and a model. There's all sorts going on. I bet you haven't even listened to Ariana Grande's new song, Thank You, Next. I haven't. Are you, yeah, you preparing should. for something? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. I respect. Okay. You haven't got a CBBC job. <laughs> I'd love it if I no, had. It's good to have somebody on the programme who knows what's happening in the mod. Oh, world. yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'm taken aback, I must be honest. <laughs> well, maybe I've been start sorting up. Well, I got me marshmallow. Yeah. It's a start, isn't it? Yeah. I'm seeing uh, Ed Sheeran, I think, next week. Yeah. <gasps> I'm just keeping an eye on what's going on. I'm excited oh, I miss, about you know, I miss Bitcoin, but I'm not going to let that happen <laughs> again. I'm keeping up on the trends. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. A nice late review, Frank. Someone, David Woods, finally got round to reading your autobiography. Oh. When did that come out? 15 years ago? Uh, 2000, <laughs> I think. Oof. Lovely. You know what? I read a bit of it. Absolutely, this he absolutely loved yeah. it, by the way. Yeah, oh, great. Okay. I, I've, I, <laughs> I never really read it when it came out. So obviously, I'd read it before it was published, and I read a bit this week for um, research purposes. And uh, how was it? Great. <laughs> was this one bit, or two? Uh, uh, this Another is what I have to say. It was a bit, um, a bit more coarse. Some, yeah. some was some court. There was some uh, barrack room language. Is it barrack room? Locker room locker language. Room. It was quite locker um, room chat. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was quite blue in some areas. Yes. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's of its time. Mm. But it, uh, brilliant. I agree. Some ladder humour. <laughs> I kind of like this when you come to it. We haven't looked at it for ages. It's like reading someone else's. Oh, that's good. But much better. <laughs> it's the best one I've ever read. Okay, fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> of all the biographies, it's the one that you felt you had a most connection with. I reading. just think it's, it's very, very well written. Good. Oh my anyway, God. let's move on. You brought it up. I did. We've and I one. happen to agree. Oh, well, there you go. We're all on the same page. Yeah. My bi- uh, autobiography. Which autobiography do you have a deep connection with? Oh. Mine is De Profundis. Oh, <laughs> what? Really? No. Oh, OK. Um, I very much enjoyed uh, Dave Eggers, a heartbreaking work of staggering genius. Lovely. But, um, it's not for everyone. No. Um, no. Uh, we've had an idiotic eureka moment in. Um, uh, it's called Three Little Pigs. Good, you know the idi- idiotic eureka moment? For anybody new 
it's when you realise something that's been obvious all those times, like Sooty and Sweep are named Sooty and Sweep because it's a chimney theme. Yeah. yeah. Um, good evening, Frank and Emily, via Alan's Friday Night Troll. As a 40-year-old bloke, I was appalled with myself this week when it was pointed out to me that in the nursery rhyme, This Little Piggy, the little piggy that went to market was not going shopping but was being sold. Yeah. Needless to say, I've been questioning every other rhyme story and fairy tale from my childhood <laughs> to see what else I've missed. Praise redacted. I, I didn't realise that. Like until that. How, do we know that? How do we know that for sure, though? This little piggy went oh, to market. This little piggy stayed at home because the stayed at home one suggested, uh, like, maybe he was invited to the market and said, "Ah, oh, no, I feel a bit." <laughs> I had a mate used to say, oh, "I feel a bit limp." <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I feel, I think it might. He might be right about that. And yeah, they're dark parables. So. These things. Well, they don't shop. The You'll never see them shopping. Yeah. And what does he do? And All, also, awkwardly swerve the butchers. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on, there's no place for a pig to market. Come to think of it, I've never seen a pig eat roast beef. I'm not sure that's exactly. part of their thing. Yeah, it's, it's all mixed up, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Be, you know, they've all got used it that you've always made some person who knows what they mean. Yeah. Right. That, like Ring a Ring a Rose is about the plague. The plague. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll, they'll have experimented. Pigs will eat beef, won't they? I think I believe I think pigs they eat will the, eat they eat the dead. They eat the dead. I believe they will. They? Pigs think. eat the dead. Let's make that. I'm so, happy for you, you know to what? use that as a trailer. Also, that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, that sounds like the sort of band your brother uh, Keith would have been into <laughs> exactly. as a teenager. Exactly. Hey, Frank, like can you were. Well, he did, eat the dead. He liked Bloodwin pigs. He did. So he was, he, right. was, he, he, was all, he was into the poor sign bands. <laughs> <laughs> who, were other, who were the other poor sign bands? Oh. A1215. New oh, Pork Dolls. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any other pig bands? <laughs> well, that's what, that was the yeah, question. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Henna's from Gravesend, Frank. Do you know, you're familiar pigs. with his work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I always ask about whether people still get henna. Do you remember that? Yes. That's the thing you used to get at the seaside. I love henna from Gravesend. Okay. Henna from Gravesend says this, Morning, Frank and the gang, whatever happened to saying, Yes, Your Majesty, when someone made a request deemed either too demanding or made in a brusque way? I don't know that I have. I'm aware of that. As a, uh, oh. Is that a thing that happened? Oh, I remember yes, that. And that also, um, what did your last slave die of? Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that was, was all uh, the time. That was a big one, wasn't it? That was, that was uh, a mass. It was eaten by a pig, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. So, what's happening? With the piggies. Just well, generally in the world. I had a question about the piggies because we were talking about this little piggy went to market. Yeah. And I was asking off air, this is what our chats are like off air. Mm-hmm. Speaking of piggies, I believe there's a documentary on Absolute about the White Album on uh, Sunday night tuning. Yeah. Um, about that for a link. What's that got to do with piggies? Yeah. Is that piggy song that uh, oh. on there. Oh, good all the little piggies, etc. Right. Which I think influenced Charles Manson in some way. Anyway, I don't think we'll be going there. <laughs> Breakfast radio. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I've had enough trouble with the, the Marshmallow Head Society. <laughs> Sorry, do carry no, on. It was just um, this little piggy... Was it the little piggy who went uh, wee, wee, wee all the way home? Yeah. Yeah. I was just... Does that mean he escaped? He was saved? Oh, Maybe. As Morrissey once remarked to me, of the Rosses' two pigs, two were saved. 
Ah, that's what he said. That's, that's a good, that's nice. that's a good line yeah. from uh, Morrissey. He just looked. He looked over at them and he looked quite wistful. And he said, "I said, oh, these are the two pigs, Moz. You call him Moz. I was told. Dear, that. Dear. Yeah. And he said, two were saved. <laughs> well, that'd be his, his vegetarian stance, mm, yeah. would he? Yeah. Vegan, I think. Vegan. Well, vegan, probably. I'm well, no, yeah. pretty sure he's pretty militantly vegan. Yeah, so is two it? blokes in the yeah. pub talking about. No, I think but that's so. what blokes in the pub talk about is Morrissey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wonder if he knows that for yeah. all his avant gardeners. It's bloke in denim I shirt saying, so. oh, I like that uh, seaside town that never closed down. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, anyway. <laughs> um, further to the uh, whatever happened to what did you last live die of don't forget the classic comeback helping yours praise redacted I that's, don't know that either I'm, I'm really out of touch well that's a lot you could start using start. that it's a, ni- it's a nice one helping yours you. helping your slave so for example Alan oh. I will do it it's a response. Yeah, we'll show slay. you. I'll go. Oh. I thought you just said, "Can you get the door for me?" Helping oh. yours. No, no, no. no. It's, um, oh. What did your last slave die of? Helping yours. That was lovely. That available for acting work. <laughs> available together very, as well. Very yeah. nicely done, guys. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> well delivered dialogue. That. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the the plus of having uh, two people who went to drama school, on the show. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just went through the standard education two degrees system. Um, I think it's a nice balance. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you're the one who's sci-fi royalty. Oh, no, that's me. Oh, yeah, you're sci-fi royalty. <laughs> We're both royalty. sci-fi royalty, OK? Oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah, I suppose I'm, yeah. I'm a minor royal. <laughs> What's, what's your sci-fi qualifications, Al? Zero. Come on. Oh, come think. on, you must have think, honestly, man, think. Zero. You must have Below done one vaguely sci-fi role in your acting no, career. No, no, Didn't anything happen in that hospital? No. Okay. No, it was all very medical and real-worldy. Uh, There's nothing supernatural in uh, Always We're going to find something. I can, I can find that he's inside a sort oh, of a Chewbacca <laughs> something in its student there production. Is, um, there is talk of me being the next um, Doctor Who. Is there? There is. There is a bit of talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm starting it now. <laughs> it's, it's, there's usually a comic mentioned in the running. If it uh, well, watch out next. There won't time. be one for a while. Isn't there a comic right. in it now? Well, I mean, as the as, oh, the, doctor. as the actual Doctor, yeah, Bradley Brad, oh. yeah. Walsh. Yeah, okay. Brad, Brado. Okay. <laughs> Brad, they all call him Brad, Walsh. which sounds... Brad Walsh sounds a completely different character yes. from Bradley Walsh. Yeah, yeah he's from California, yeah, Brad, Brad Walsh. Yeah, Brad Walsh. Here comes Brad Walsh. Hi! <laughs> Here comes Bradley Walsh. All right, darling. <laughs> Just one syllable. Amazing. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I've been sent a lovely photograph of you, Frank Skinner. Oh, yeah. It's from Rick Moran, and he says, Hi, I made him sound a bit American. He doesn't, I'm going to say, well, I don't want to pronounce what? it any other way. Like Brad Walsh. I think Moran is, is a normal. Okay? Yeah. Mate um, of Brad Walsh. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, here's a couple of photos from the now. It says DWAS63. So maybe perhaps you can explain that. William Hartnell Heritage. Well, the, the DWAS is the uh, Doctor Who Appreciation Society. Oh, oh, of course it is. I should have known that because I think they still give me alerts. And I, um, I went to uh, Elstree Studios for the unveiling of uh, a William Hartnell plaque. You know William Hartnell, the first Doctor? Yeah. Know of. 
Yeah, so uh, it was uh, it was uh, it was great. I think he liked yeah. a cigarette, didn't he? Uh, um, An overflowing ashtray. Did he? I don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. I think he probably did. They all yeah. did, didn't they? But yeah. he um, he's the one who did that interview where the, he's, he's in Panto. He goes a bit wrong after he's Doctor Who. Uh, he gets. He loses the Doctor Who job. So they interview him backstage in Pan. He's one of those where they're putting makeup on, you know, in the mirror. And the guy said, so is this the sort of uh, work you want to do from now on? And he goes, no. What do you mean? This is front of cloth stuff. He said, I, I'm, a, I'm a legitimate actor. I thought, wow. Oh. But it's, have you ever been to a, a, a plaque unveiling? I haven't. No. Well, to my knowledge, it's a it's, I might a, have it's past a special. One. I'll tell you what the uh, the thing of it is um, after after this message. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So yeah, the thing about a plaque unveiling is oh, you yeah. all stand around. There's a small curtain. Obviously. Oh, is there a curtain? I'm so glad yeah, there's a curtain. In, in front of the plaque. Mm. But, and then the the curtains opened by a, a celebrity. Uh, in this case, it was... Um, it was you? It was two, no, it was uh, oh. two of his um, TARDIS uh, team from the first Oh, wow. oh, so were you just a fan there? Yeah, I was just there as a fan, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag fanboy. <laughs> And um, so they turning up. Yeah, I just went there as a to get my photo taken with Susan and Ian. Why? (laughs) I don't find that outrageous. It's not outrageous. It's cute. Is what it is. Oh, thanks. Oh, it's so. I don't think you've ever called me cute. It's sweet. (laughs) Anyway, but when they opened, the thing is about. I said, I actually thanked Susan and Ian for illuminating my childhood. Oh. And, and Susan, Susan and Ian are and, the actors, and, in it? The, well, the character yeah, yeah, names. Yeah, and, um, and, and Susan said, ooh, I like illuminated. <laughs> anyway, oh. the thing is that when you go there, obviously, because you are an admirer of the person whose plaque is being unveiled, yeah. but when the curtain opens... The idea it's supposed to be like a surprise, like unveiling a painting or something like yes, that. Yes, yeah. yeah. Of course, you know what the name's going to be. Yeah. And, so you how know, do you it's respond? blue. It's going to be blue. Yeah. White writing. White right, yeah. How do you respond? You Just... go, oh, as if it's, oh, wasn't, oh, I didn't see that coming. But, of course, you, you knew exactly. Yeah. Is the applause a bit, it's a bit um, three runs village green, isn't it? No, no. no it was, okay. you know, William Hart. Calm was down. A, enormous it's part of my childhood. than the... Like the uh, FA Cup draw that's on yeah. the telly. <laughs> well, I did Isn't that, that once. Chanting a bit of telly, is it? I did the FA Cup draw once, and a bloke phoned me, a mate of mine phoned me immediately afterwards and said, Is it true about the warm balls? No, and okay. I said I didn't stand that. No, and it's, oh <laughs> they said that the big teams that they um, they steam the big team balls before so that you can you don't pick a big team against a complete rubbish. Oh. oh. Anyway, I would like to go. This is what I. If anyone wants, to, I'd like to go to a blue plaque unveiling where I don't know who it's for. Oh, that'd be good. <gasps> can I imagine yes. that a genuine surprise? You've turned gone across London. Roland Gift. Yeah. I just think it'd be different, Especially wouldn't it? nowadays when all of the big names really have probably been done, wouldn't they? Well, I don't know if yeah. that's true, but thanks for saying that, Alan. No. <laughs> oh. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show at 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website.
Frank, I'd like to talk about Zoella this morning. Oh, great. Oh, OK. <laughs> Do you remember last time she was mentioned on the show? It might have been exactly a year ago. Now, for, a, for any of our older readers, um, Zoella is, I think, what they call an internet sensation. Yeah, influencer slash vlogger. Influencer, is that yeah, what that's she's what called? Call that's a brilliant thing to be. <laughs> great job, isn't yeah. it? It is. And um, she um, is... Uh, well, she is uh, an internet sensation and she yeah. brings out some product as well. Yeah. And she was much mocked on this show about a year ago for bringing out an advent calendar that only had... Not just any advent calendar, Al. What? One with uh, 12 doors. Yeah. And it was 50 quid. 50 quid. <laughs> and it had one got confetti in it. I'm telling you exactly what it had. A packet of glitter. Yeah, a razor. Was it an eraser in one? A razor. And a razor, not a razor. <laughs> yeah, cutthroat razor in one. Yeah. Knuckle dusters. Yeah. It's quite a violent advent calendar. I'll tell you what, it's the Charles Bronson advent calendar. Yeah. You're getting... Com- and some uh, some butter. He it was it. fairly... <laughs> it wasn't 50 quid's worth of uh, loot. Stickers, was, no. cookie cutters I mean, and some glitter. I'll tell you what, it looked, you know those bags that... Um, those see-through plastic bags <laughs> that people take away from crime scenes? <laughs> yes. That, the contents were extremely similar <laughs> to that, except it was 50 quid. She said... What was interesting at the time is she apologised, didn't she? And she did a video and she said, uh, I mean, I didn't know they were going to charge that. I didn't. I, I was as surprised as you were. What, you actually walked into the shop, went, how much? Yeah, about her own product. Well, yeah. when you say that, because what I remember her saying about the calendar distinctly is that she was incredibly proud of it. Yeah. And she now has a book out. Yes, yeah. called I believe cordially invited. Cordially invited, and again yeah. she's she's brought out the old catchphrase that she's incredibly proud of it. Oh, so um, she should learn that pride is, of course, a sin. <laughs> a sin, unless yeah. it's a special I you day. Were going to say it goes before a fall. Well, it might yeah. go before a fall. I think in her case, it goes before a windfall. Yes, <laughs> when she uh, counts the proceeds from it. Yeah, yeah, again, she seems to have been much mocked for this one. Can I say? Can I say in her defence, just to give you sure. a hint? And I've yeah. done, I've done a little bit of factual uh, research on Zoella because okay. I care. Yeah. Um, have a guess at this. How many? Uh, how many Instagram followers would you say? I'll give you a clue. Okay. Five million. Give us a clue. Double that. No way. Shut up. 10.4 million. Yeah. YouTube? 18. 12. <sighs> so you've spoiled it now. Whenever people guess hard. I know. Oh, right. only, 13, I only 13 million Twitter oh, yeah. followers. Okay. But that's where she's... She's also Zoe, Zoe Sog. That's her real name. Yes. And recently she's gone Zoe oh, yeah. I'm not the only one who's uh, brushing up on the youth Well, I'm, I'm interested yeah. in the whole concept of an internet phenomenon. Are you? Does the influencer, nothing. yeah. Well, the weird thing about it is that her brother is an internet phenomenon. Joe? Who's on, the, <laughs> who's on Strictly, isn't he? Crofter Joe? He's on Strictly. Oh, is that her brother? Yeah. So oh. she's an internet phenomenon. Is he called, I think he's called Crofter Joe. Is he called is he Crofter, Crofter Joe? Or Thatcher Joe or something like that. Oh. he used to do cottage roofs. Oh, uh, oh I thought he was oh, very right he? wing. <laughs> right, Thatcher <laughs> Joe. Uh, I'm sure he must. No, I don't know. I can't say that. Well, there's certainly capitalist principles at work uh, in the house. Do you think the, the whole the family house? have got a YouTube channel, though? <laughs> like I see what's brilliant about that. Grander. Well, on the last thing of, of the last statistic, when she first, let me get this right, when she first brought out the YouTube, 
YouTube channel. Mm. It was called Zoella Two Eight Zero Three Ninety. That's oh. what it was called. What? Which was her birthday. Oh. She was born oh. then, and. She's obviously thought of showbiz terms. Maybe it's in my birthday. Because <laughs> she's 28. Yeah. Yeah, I she thought she to... was like 14. Well, the aver- no. And the average fan, this is the strange thing about the book. It's about, it's a sort of lifestyle book for hosting. Mm-hmm. And I would say her, the average viewer or fan of Zoella is probably about 12, 11. Yeah. So I don't know if they're throwing dinner parties. She's claimed that it's targeted yeah. at 20-year-olds. Oh, yeah, get, get out of it. here. All right. There's no 20-year-olds reading cordially invited. <laughs> shoot the messenger, guys. Unless they went for a tabloid and they're going through it to find things they can criticise her for, the poor laugh. What do you want us to do, <laughs> hug the messenger? She looks... Um, I hugged a Melinda messenger. <laughs> yeah. It was in a professional context. Can I make that clear? Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So cordially invited, the cordially invited, annoying is a is a book about parties and never actually mentions cordial. It's a <laughs> it lovely doesn't. party drink. Because oh. that's the sort of book you would buy on the strength of that, because you love a cordial, Frank. Well, it's a cordial. When I was a kid, we all drank cordial, right? Yeah. It's, oh, nice drink. Do you want a nice glass of cordial? Good old days. Then it became squash. Oh, is there yeah. any difference at all? Is it just a different name for cordial? Anyone know? It's any diluted. Eight, eight, 12, 15, different if name. Anyone knows. Any diluted drink, basically. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she never she never mentions cordial. It's weird because you used to get cordial in sort of cafes or in restaurants. Yeah. Imagine glass, now. Nice glass of cordial. Can you imagine that? Can I have an orange squash, please? Well, you can't order a, that in a restaurant now. Can you not? Of course when you can't. When I was a child in Scotland, we used to call it diluting. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Do you want Are to you drink sure a that diluting? Wasn't going on the rob. <laughs> diluting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you'd say, yeah, I'll have some diluting. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> You've made it sound really hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Diluting. I can't discuss this without thinking of that gorilla at yeah, London yeah. Zoo. <laughs> that uh, he you went wild. Yeah. What what did he drink? Ribena. Ribena, yeah, he drank. Oh, like three litres of I think it was five yeah. litres of Ribena without any diluting. Absolutely lost it. Yeah. yeah. So, cordially invited... Purple wheeze for, uh, <laughs> for two weeks. <laughs> purple wheeze, purple wheeze. What if Prince, before he passed away, had had shots of that gorilla having purple wheeze and had that as a big video um, yeah. backdrop and changed it so he has on stage? I think the gorilla, was, the gorilla was called something like kombucha. I think he was, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely that you... Really Thank touching you. that you remember his name. Yeah, it sounds like the drink yeah. kombucha. Yeah. Good. So, so, Zoella says in her book, it costs £20. Mm. She, 256 pages. Is it? Mm. That, I want something a bit fatter for... Uh, for 20 quid. For 20 I've never quid, heard you say that before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I haven't said that she, for years. <laughs> she tells you how to make a sandwich, Frank. Yeah. She, but she uses... I think interesting language. She's gone a bit formal. She says, when ready to assemble your sandwiches, on a bit Avengers, lay your bread out on the work surface and butter each slice. Good. She could have said make, but she went assemble. I don't know if I would lay bread out on the work surface. What do you go on? Plate? Plate, you know, one of those boards. Work surface have got so much, you know, I spit on it quite a lot. Oh dear. Not deliberately. 
But when I'm, in, when I'm, you know, ranting at home. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, but to be fair to her, we've all had very rubbish sandwiches in our yeah. time. That There should be. Yeah. I believe Egon Rone, I once read a thing describing how to make a good sandwich. I think uh, Jamie Oliver was mocked in a previous life for fish finger sandwiches in a mm. cookbook, wasn't he? Do you remember when we were in it, when we did the show from Edinburgh this year, we went for, to a lovely cafe after and uh, at least one of us ordered a bacon butty. Mm. And when it arrived, it was there was no butter. Oh, infuriating. And we said to the lady, can we have some butter? She said, Butter? <laughs> it's a bacon butty is what it's called. So yeah. I think maybe, you know, you think people know, but I think you're allowing for the way um, that intelligence that has fallen away. Took okay, about what 10 about... minutes for my diluting to arrive. Oh, I don't believe it. <laughs> what about take an umbrella? Weather can be a little unpredictable at this time Again, of year. Again, I disagree more. We've all been out, haven't we, when we haven't taken an umbrella? I, I never okay. take an umbrella. Until, oh, I wish I'd read Cordeline Vitae. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have that with me. So well, I think we're thinking, oh, we know all this stuff. But I, as I say, horrible sandwiches are everywhere. And we've all got wet because we forgot the umbrella. So it's just a little aid de memoir for the basics. Awesome advice. Attend a local fireworks display. <laughs> Yeah, Keep it local. okay. She's anti-Catholic. I'm not denying that. <laughs> Win- winter advice: sing carols, eat mince pies. Good advice. 1854. She's trying to win me. Yeah, well, what I like. What about this bit? We, we, we should. But I like this. Spring is the time of year when I generally get the urge to clean. No. <laughs> oh, if only there was a name for that phenomenon. What's that called? Oh, we could come up with something. I bet. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I'm just learning from um, Sarah, the assistant producer, that um, when people go for a vodka, was it vodka, lime and soda, that they are sometimes asked if they want um, fresh lime or cordial? Well, we had 756 text, hi Frank and team, I still remember the days of going into pubs and asking for vodka or orange and being asked whether I wanted squash or fresh for the orange. Even the fresh came in a tiny bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Not that fresh. I know, but Sarah is what I would call current. Yeah, youth. Yeah, and I think that lime is one of the cordials that kept its cordialness. I've never heard of lime squash. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I think there's something that... and for well, some reason... Why did lime slip through the net? Yeah, orange is... cordial, black currant cordial, they've all gone. And yeah. why is elderflower a presse? <laughs> yeah. 8-12-15. Yeah, why is it a presse you and not a... You never get elderflower cordial. Elderflower, we'll elderflower squash, squash, please. No. Big diluting elderflower. I'm going to start asking for that in the organic uh, gastropubs. I think they might <laughs> See how they say, like yeah. that, the bearded folk. I bet, see how Sorry, long yeah. you do it before somebody <laughs> says, what are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> <laughs> quite a long time, I Yeah, imagine. probably quite a long time. Frank, We've also uh, had a legal update. Sorry, Emily. 443 okay. has texted, no, 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 no. There's no limits. No, he hasn't. <laughs> it's um, too unlimited. Uh, no butter on bacon sarnies. It's the law. I think it's a north-south divide thing. No, I'm fine. With, I would never have put them on. I would, if I made one at home, I wouldn't put butter on. But what? if it's a bacon botty, if you call it on the menu a bacon botty, you are leading the purchaser towards the idea of butter, surely. Really? 
What do you think is of Botty? How do you think the name Botty came about? It's an abbreviation like of a bread. Big, big bread roll. Like a butty. Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm with sorry, that. I've never no. heard the butter thing. I appreciate you. I thought butter should be in a bacon sandwich anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I don't want to fall out with you guys over this. No, no. Well, it's happening. I've got plenty of other things. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, I think it's um, Nicki Minaj's Twitter handle as well. <laughs> what is butty? butty? Yeah. <laughs> don't get it. Okay. You obviously haven't seen Nicki Minaj. No. Three, four, two says on the squash theme, when I was a child, I thought dilute meant delicious because it said dilute to taste. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. Delicious That to orange taste. was dilute. Ah. So she I thought c- it said, you know, delicious to that, taste. That could be youth taught now, couldn't it? Yeah. Man, that was dilute. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I think. Uh, let's make that happen. <laughs> Not easy. Can I just say, by the way, for one small defence of um, Zoe Soggs, yeah, so Sogs or Sog? I think I've mixed Sogs. her up with um, <laughs> Sogs with I've mixed her up with a guy from Madness. I'd like to hear no, his I think um, it's cordially Sog. invited. Bring some B and H and a bottle of beer. Uh, Sog it is, Joey Sog, not Joey Zoe. Zoe, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, wh- how long before there's the sweet smell of Sog Seth? That's going to be oh, one of them. Oh, nice. Be that. But in the sun. Uh, newspaper. It spent mm. some time uh, saying basically how stupid the book was and mm. suggesting therefore how stupid she was mm. and then referred to it as a novel. Oh. Uh. Mm, oh you know, I once, I once split up with someone oh. because they call Fever Pitch a novel. <laughs> <laughs> so that's me and the Sun newspaper in a terrible situation. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Um, she's been mocked for uh, giving out ham and cheese sandwich instructions, and and I'm I'm one of those people that I don't really like to follow a recipe. So if I was making a ham and cheese sandwich, I'd just get ham and cheese. Well, and put least, it in a sandwich. At least that. At least you're tying in with it that yeah. closely. And uh, and if I'm making leek and potato soup, I'll just get leeks and potatoes and make a soup out of them. I won't follow the recipe. Um, it all fell apart when I tried to make beef Wellington. Ah, seems hey. like, a little, like a little joke. That's good. I like it. Lovely. Can I ask you a question? If you were making a ham and cheese sandwich, yeah, what would you put on the sandwich first? Let me travel back in time. Okay. <laughs> yep. Um, I, I, I only ask this because I I know for definite what I would put on. It's not like a random thing for me. Oh, I'd go cheese under yeah, ham. Cheese under ham every time because I'm thinking. I love you too, Frank. I love I'm you too. thinking no, no, okay. that the move from butter to ham is too extreme. Butter, cheese, or other dairy products, and then it gives you a beautiful a um, little bridge, an arc, an arc, and it's it's because it's a bit like butter. It just looks like a slightly firmer butter-esque platform for the ham. Well, I'm afraid I'm going to throw a spanner in the works. I would go ham first on would the butter. You? How I see it, Frank, is the ham on the on that surface is a bit more like a soft eider down with the hard futon on top. Okay? So I like ah, that. The cheese is too hard for me. I see. Do you see? Well, this, it, wouldn't this be on a food show on the telly? A fabulous yeah. twist on um, scissors, paper, stone. <laughs> It, uh, well, there you go. 
I'm shocked by that. But what about if is there anyone there who would go <laughs> say maybe cheese, ham, and then put the butter on top of the ham? Oh. I mean, come on! Psycho, <laughs> psycho just pause the reason. Put slices of bread on the top. Can I give you another it's quote weirdos. from uh, Zoe Sogg's <laughs> yeah, book? Please do. Um, she has a garden party um, that is garden themed. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Now that I like that. <laughs> say what you see. And she's, uh, <laughs> no, but you she should have called it that. Yeah, I've been yeah. to garden parties. They, they, they don't really up front the garden thing. Oh, so, yeah. you know. But she suggests um, one way of upping the theme is to have a blackboard um, when guests arrive that has written on it, Welcome to the Garden Party. Mm. You know what? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Just a little touch like that can make all the difference. You know you're in the right place. You know the theme. You know you're welcome. Well, also, Frank... She also, what about this? This would be good for David Baddiel goes to one of her parties. <laughs> she, um, she also puts her Wi-Fi on a blackboard. <laughs> for I've been in shops, cafes all over the Britain with Dave saying, what's your, have, you, have you got Wi-Fi? What's the Wi-Fi yeah. thing? And hotels. <laughs> yeah, have it on a blackboard in your house. That is good. So, you know, we start off like so yeah. many things. Like, I suppose, it's what Zoe Song wants to look back on is like people like Christopher Columbus and Edison who were mocked, you know. Yeah, uh, and, and they were. Their, and, yeah. uh, and ended up doing uh, really well and getting very highly respected. Mm. So, um more power to her um, to well, her when she, one yeah. final thing when she has a she suggests making a list of who attended your party their intolerances and the food that you served Again. so I think that would be great if I came round you know my intolerances people that say no pressure then and and I think also the food that you served would be Domino's free oh nice it's very well, straightforward. I'm taking. Uh, I'm going to a, an award ceremony in Birmingham <laughs> in a couple of weeks. So I'm taking out <laughs> Keith, and uh, I had a Are thing. You? Yeah, and they they sent me a thing saying, uh, "Does your brother have any dietary requirements?" <laughs> <laughs> I laugh for about five minutes. I've, I, I've I've texted him, with, but I know it'll just be a joke about beer that comes back. <laughs> but I've, I've gone with it. I've asked. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Another um, Zoella insight I have here. Okay. Because um, one, one thing that strikes me about it, and I suppose it always makes you wary, this is anyone who sets up themselves as incredibly living in a squeaky, clean, lovely, simple, uncomplicated, untainted world, you think mm. that has to be a front... I don't know if it is with her, but... I always think, well, what constitutes like strangeness and difference yeah. in her world? And I think I got an, I had a look at her Twitter feed and uh, she gets a, a, a tweet from uh, Tanya Burr, who I think is an, yet another internet sensation. Yes. I look to our, uh, our youngest member. Oh, thank you, episode. yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot you were our thank youth you. correspondent. I have actually met her. Okay. Tanya Burr, she... I hate it. She was very nice. That's the thing. They're nice, these people. I called her. She put the phone down. That's why I I call her Tanya Burr. Tanya. Tanya was nice. Anyway, um, the reason I picked up on this is because Zoe, if I may call her that, Mm -hmm. Sogo, she she says 
Titania, but I love you and your weird tweets. And I thought, oh, I wonder what this is a response to. And Tanya's weird tweet was, I love the smell of toast. Oh. (laughs) No. She's like Desiree in that. I don't think Tanya was having a stroke, do you? Yeah. (laughs) But it's. why? Is that what people smell? Isn't it? Something like that. Oh, God. What about if she responded, oh, I love you and you wear your treats, and she's on the kitchen floor? Never mind like that. Call oh, no, I hope that. Well, that needs to be checked. Um, yeah. If anyone's Tanya listening... Tanya tweeted since if the you first live, thing. If you live close to Tanya Burr, can you nip across and make sure she's, uh, she's all I mean, right? you wouldn't want that to be the last thing, you know. Oh, no, Come I love on. the smell of toast. Where, where I love am you I? and your weird tweets. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, but, uh, but let's weird get it. Tweets. But I'm not suggesting that Zoe knew no. what had happened and was no, different no. to it. I think <laughs> it was a misunderstanding. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now you've worried me. <laughs> I'm sorry about uh, about Tanya. Tanya's fine. She was at the Ross's Halloween party. Was well, she? She's in good oh, health. I'm yes. really glad. Yeah, to but hear this that. tweet is a recent tweet. I only looked yesterday. Uh-oh. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Um, that's what people say. Oh, I only saw her the other week. She's fine. <laughs> well, isn't that what you say about a ghost as well? The innkeeper says that about the ghost. What? She's been dead 20, nine, oh. 24 summers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what you say if you see someone. Um, no. yeah, so, I don't think she's she's dead. No, no. Look, no one <laughs> is suggesting. Know. We don't. If anyone, <laughs> if, if there's a lot of milk outside her house, <laughs> um, can someone kick the door down? How old is uh, Burrow? <laughs> I'm going to say... Well, there's no age limit to... I'm going to say early to mid-20... Maybe 20... I might go 24, Burrow. Oh, dear. Well, let's hope she's okay. (laughs) Our thoughts are with her family. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They are, actually. So, um, 255 has texted, my partner Mike butters both slices of bread. It's revolutionary. Hester on the M25. I know, I butter both. Me too. Is Hester getting tips off us? I butter both. I didn't think that was revolutionary. What about buttering them on the outside as well, if you're going to put them in a toasting machine? It's absolutely absurd. Good tips from Frank Skinner here. There you go. You should put a book out. I hate that tip. It's a bed sit tip. In my new... Book, um, marmally yours. <laughs> Where uh, Git- gittishly yours? Exactly. <laughs> it says um, entertaining for gits would be a good. Uh, that would be I'd good. I buy that. Um, she also there's a lovely picture of her with her friends. Yeah. Uh, all they all look happy and they got nice woolens on. Nice looking people. Ni- all nice looking, clean. Well, yeah, Grim, yeah, they look, yeah. And you know what they're laughing <laughs> about? Won't be anything, won't be any uh, a cynical or caustic well, remark. horrible, like about Tanya Burr having a stroke. It won't be anything like, like that. that. It'll be nice. It'll be about the word cordial being funny. Oh, yeah. 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 Something like that. And she says in the caption, she thought we were just having fun, but now we realise we're making memories. Ah. Mm. And I think it's a good, that's a good way to, to do that retrospectively, <laughs> not to say, what about making some, should we make some memories? <laughs> it sounds like the well, st- man, most horrible if, chat up line. Yeah, I was, if a man yeah. said that to me, I'd Hey, tell baby, you. fancy making some memories. <laughs> hey, I mean. baby isn't helping it. No, that one, no. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> well, I always oh, say, ooh, baby. Oh, ooh, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh. um, I think we've given it enough, uh, we've done the Zog plug. Mm. So that must be a German word for something. So yeah, if you if you're looking for a present for your um, 
What do you think? Twelve year old? Um, Ten? Yeah, yeah. Eight. Eight. <laughs> Eight. My daughter's seven, and she can make a sandwich, so it's still. Yeah, can she can I say her reading good? She did. Could she read cordially invited? Are you talking about Zoella? Possibly. No. Yeah, my daughter. Um, yeah. She does recommend buying Easter eggs for yourself. And at first, that again, I sneered tip. and I thought, do you know, I've never done that. It says, treat at Easter, treat yourself with an Easter egg. Well, see. I'm, I'm going to do we that, We all think Frank. there's nothing in it. Have you ever done that? Um, yes. OK. And I look forward to a <laughs> new book game. on uh, childbirth, umbilical <laughs> cordially yours. <laughs> This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Love it if you did. Nice mm. to hear from you. It's about not that. just all about, about sandwiches. It's not no. all about sandwiches. No, life isn't all about sandwiches. I think we should discuss... I'd love that um, book, Frank. Yeah. Life isn't all about sandwiches. I'd yeah. read that. Would you put it up there with Pigs Eat the Dead? <laughs> <laughs> Who can Some compete great. with that? Sorry, Al. I, I would was, like us to discuss... Can I just say... What, oh, sorry, but I was getting on the bus the other night mm. and uh, a, a, a lady came up to me and said, hello, I'm collecting words of wisdom. Um, what's the best advice you've ever been given? <laughs> And I said, what I always said is you can spend your whole life trying to be popular, but the size of the crowd at your funeral will be largely dictated by the weather. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's what she was after. But um, God bless, she got on the bus, she went to everyone on the bus and said, hello, I'm uh, collecting words of wisdom. And most people went, oh, God, um, didn't want to do it. The bloke in front of me said, uh, work hard. I thought, oh dear, it's not yeah. words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. He sounds like he doesn't yeah. want to be on a bus he anymore. He sounds very 80s. Yeah, Greek galley slave. <laughs> What's your best words? A work hard, I think, is the best one. What I get that. What did slave oh. on? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. What, did, uh, what did you say, Frank? That was you what said I said. That. Oh, you said that at that point. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Well. But interesting. Yeah. Brave. I mean, to talk to anyone on a bus is... Uh, I find Unwise, the, dri- the, the drivers find. are fairly hostile. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. Except for, as you've always pointed out, driver's friend. Oh. Which is a lovely role. Oh, yeah. That, I love that a driver's person. friend. I see less and less driver's friends. These are, are the people who stand at the front and talk to the driver. <laughs> they know the driver. And they um, have a slight VIP status. I think it might be health and safety. I'd like to see one like gaffer taped to the outside of the uh, driver's <laughs> cubicle for safety purposes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, Al, I, I interrupted Yeah, I was going to suggest that we discuss Emil Rattleband, who I think maybe... <laughs> you um, always bring him up. I think he may be on the cusp of becoming a friend of the show. Oh, yeah. Or he might be a bit of a git. He might be a filthy creep or a legend, I don't know. Wow, but well, let, I don't, we don't often do multiple choice. He's a, uh, he's, a, he's a dude in the Netherlands who's apparently a media personality. <laughs> He's 69 years old and is um, trying to change his legal age to 49. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because a doctor told him... Is it 49? Because yeah. I said 49 and well, the, the, doctor the producer told shot me down in flames and said it was 45. A doctor told uh-huh. him that he's got the body of a 45-year-old. His real age, his physical age is 45. So he's gone, well, I think I should identify as 49. <laughs> And he says in the article, if you can yeah. change your gender, why can't change I change my age? I it's can, an interesting... As a, yeah. as a point. 
I think, well, I, I, a doctor said to me recently that I had the blood pressure of a 12-year-old schoolboy. <laughs> Wow. You know, that's one of the nicest compliments you've ever had. Well, not during exam week, surely. No, no exactly. I better keep that one under my hat, <laughs> under my cap. <laughs> you also said... Um, Emil. What about Emil? It? No, no, this is... Uh, oh, your doctor. I was told... That's actually, no, in, a, in a medical, I, and I wrote this down, that yeah. I'm in the top... Have I told you this before? I'm in the top <laughs> 10% of the population as far as the waist-hips ratio is concerned. <gasps> what do you well, mean, Jagger? Well looks like Jagger. Top 10 per- Well, he's probably in the 10% with me. Top 10%. I love that he's conceded. He's probably in the top 10% with me, Jagger. So that means... The doctor said I could leap through an unstrong <laughs> tennis racket. That is useful. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that nice? So you've got a, a lion waist. I'll tell you the only thing, yeah. The only thing that spoils it... Go I've on. got the lion head as well, but... Yeah. Uh, the only thing that spoils it is that during the medical, they said, um, right, we're going to put... They put these um, sticky things on me with wires, stuck them on my chest and on oh, my wrist. Oh, this Barnic man, love that. Yeah, and, they, and I had to sit still for two minutes. Mm-hmm. That was the challenge, just sit oh. still for two minutes. So I sat there still for two minutes, and then she looked at the readings and said, oh, not so good. And I thought... <sighs> Or a failed sitting still for two minutes. Fidgety. Yeah. So that was. Uh, so yeah. So you know, it's. Uh, it's what was ob- that all about? You know, gutters and strikes. As yeah. They say. <laughs> gutters and strikes. Yeah, I'm. I'm really. I don't know. You never explained it. She just said. Uh, I think it's to do. I thought if I'm going to sit for two minutes, I'll think about work and stuff. And oh, yeah. And I think I'm supposed to just, you know, yeah. think about um, cordially inviting people around for a... <laughs> yeah. A, yeah. But, yeah, so I'm... I'm brilliant waist-tips ratio, <laughs> fantastic oh. uh, blood pressure, um, sitting still, very poor. That's why I never worked for the council. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane together... The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Who's some Emile Rattleband? Legend. He, <laughs> well, his Dutch proverb, Al, I take more hay on my fork. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can we have um, an, an, more of an analysis of that, please? I think he means if he's allowed to put his age as 49, mm. he'll get more swipes on Tinder. Right. Or more, more likes. I don't know what Tinder involves, but... Is it slight? The young people will know. Is it slightly less? Yeah, we said. He wants more women on Tinder, <laughs> essentially. I but mean, that's why I think he might be a little bit of a filthy creep. That's well, why. Well, no, well, hold on. I think he's. Um, if he might just be lonely. Just yeah. trying to categorise him for the show. No, well, legend, friend of the show, filthy creep. He's just trying to put him. Well, in a... One thing that's made me warm to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to say, is he said game. he said if I could change my Tinder age yeah. to forty nine, and I quote. He said I'd be in a luxurious position. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> I think is is it different yeah. from um, having a sex change? If he really feels forty nine, yeah. yeah, and the doctor says he's got you know he's got 
the body of a of a bloke in his forties, and his whole mindset. Like you said the way, to you, where's this going? The way no, but the way he dresses, <laughs> everything. If he really feels forty nine, should we stop him from being forty nine? The slight fly in the ointment of this is that I've seen a photo of him, and he looks at least sixty two. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, yeah. That's God, that's harsh. So I think if he puts on no, no, that but he's you forty nine, people will go. Yeah. God, you must have had a hard paper round. No, but I didn't I, think there were any hills in the Netherlands. But not- I have. <laughs> but I have to say, if if um, if I said I'm. I'm identifying as a woman. I'm going to have a yes. sex change. You wouldn't say, well, I've, look at you. You look like a bloke to me. You'd think that was an outrageous thing to say. No, right. I'd I wouldn't say, say that. I'd Not say, on air, anyway. Can I be honest what I'd say? you got the legs for it. Well, there yes. you go. <laughs> well, maybe he's got the legs for a 49. <laughs> I think it's a really interesting theory because he feels... Mm-hmm. He's been. Um, he said, "I'm. You know, there's jobs I can't get. Mm. I, there's. There's. Um, I'm. I'm being shunned on Twitter. Mm. But in in my heart, I feel I am 49, not uh, 69. 69. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? Well, I. I'm. Uh, I have to say, if I'm going to be, and I'm not saying this, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Oh, um, I always love those moments. I. Identi- I identify as the, as the funniest <gasps> bloke on the planet. <laughs> now, I honestly do. Whatever. Yeah. I'm not, and now, enforcing that publicly is not always straightforward. No. But I do. I mean, I do. So does that mean I can claim to be the funniest bloke on the... Yeah, in the new era, yeah, you can. But I can. Yeah. I'm, saying, I'm not saying it's a joke. I know it's no, not, no. but I really do. <laughs> yeah. I've never met anyone funnier when than you me, say, that's what I'm saying. Does that mean I can claim, as if it's some hypothetical concept? <laughs> well, you do often claim No, it. but this whole concept of identifying... <laughs> yes. I mean, if... What age do I, I... I never thought of identifying as a different age. It's a whole... That's a I mean, obviously, I don't wish to discuss my age, but no. how old do you... No. How old would you identify as, Frank Skinner? Well, I identify as someone who died in 2005. <laughs> so can I, can I claim the insurance? Yeah. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. We've had various so people get in touch about this um, age realignment yes. idea, mm-hmm. um, as I'm calling it. Uh, 787 has texted, I'm getting on the bus and train half price me. I've decided I'm 15. Yeah, but you can't just decide. You have to identify. You have to yeah. feel it. Oh. Gotta feel it. <laughs> feel it. I suppose you've got to prove as well that throughout your life there have been, you know, signs that things have been going in this direction. I know, but you don't want to say, yeah, ever since I was at school, I thought I was 49. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true of me, to be fair. Right. Well, yeah, yeah I was. Well, 632 is saying, Hi, Frank, I'm a 37 year old male. Can I identify as a 69 year old and collect my pension? See, there's going to be a And then we're getting also the, um, you know, I feel like a 45-year-old, etc. Oh, yeah. You know where that road goes down. But um, this is all very well, but um, I think there is an acknowledgement that some people's brains are fitted for different, other than their physical thing. Yeah. Mm. I I think this is a fascinating... He he won't win, will he? Do you think he'll win? If he win, he's going to go crazy. <laughs> it also, he'll be the most famous person on Tinder, won't he? Because he'll be the celeb. Everyone will oh, know. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yes. yes. I don't know if his position will be quite as luxurious as he thinks. <laughs> he did say in there. I don't know if there'll be so much hay on his fork. He no. did say that there's a... <laughs> it depends who contacts him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he said there's it, a younger man he'd be able to have... a lot of rustic a, offers. He said there's a younger man he'd be able to have a different car. <laughs> That's one of the things that he said. Well, he's right. What, in certain Holland you can cars, have a different car if you're a well, different... Well, there's certain cars that you shouldn't really drive at yeah, a I certain think, age. Come on. I think Convertible anyone? Exactly. Oh, diff- right. Difficulty Is that what he means? Are you with me on that? Yeah, I suppose. You don't want to be in a convertible if you've got a <laughs> hairpiece. Too pay. What's the cut off age, Frank, for a convertible? Text in 81250. Well, the reason I don't have one, I think, is because if you were out with it, if you were the sort of person that went out with a younger woman and you're in a convertible, you're liable to really drive quick, thinking that your face will benefit from the G force. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolutely. Emily just really made me laugh with a Michael Portillo <laughs> quote. Yeah. Ah. You Do you want to share it, or is it? Yes, yeah, so I think that's okay. Isn't <laughs> you know, it? I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I've told you this one when I had lunch with him. Once he was talking about I a didn't woman. Oh, you'd had lunch with Michael. Oh, Portillo. yeah. Lunch with Portillo. Many years ago. And That'd be a good TV show. Yeah, it would be great. Yeah. We were talking about I won't name her, but it was a a female journalist. Mm. Um, I'll tell you off air and if you come up to it in the street I might tell you but I, I just won't broadcast it and I said what's she like and he said well she's the worst person I've ever met and I've met General Pinochet <laughs> wow <laughs> so yeah. there you go great line <laughs> yeah strong word. it's a bit Pinochet <laughs> <laughs> no that is uh... How many of us can use that, though? That's well, I know. He's, he's, he's done well there. He's, he's, he's carved himself a little niche. <laughs> I like you sounded like Andy Gray. He's done well there. No, but yeah. no one's going to say, oh, I'm having that. <laughs> so happen, and who's, gonna, who's met General Pinochet? Is Pinochet dead now? Uh, I believe I think so. I think so. that boat's sure, yeah. 85 still alive, <laughs> General Pinochet. <laughs> to be fair, Frank, I you think he identifies as 49. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he identifies as a liberal. <laughs> to be fair, Frank, you could do that. I mean, Pinochet's one of the few you haven't met. No, I haven't met uh, Pinochet. I don't, I'm, I'm talking, I'm bandying his name about. I don't know I much know. about Pinochet. I'll okay, it's not great. He's yeah. not great. What's no, I, I, okay. I'm, I'm taking it from the context. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's not great. Um, Jack the Gardener from Bromley here has texted. He's uh, dead murderer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the craze. <laughs> He's, uh, I've met one of the craze. Have you? <laughs> He's actually quite nice. Well, you could use that That's in that little anecdote. You could say she's the worst woman I've ever met, and I've met. Doesn't have the same. Doesn't work. No, no, but he was all. He was all right. Though. Yeah. Oh, Charlie, go. Charlie, cry. <laughs> I know he disposed of the body of Jack the Hat McVitie, but you know, we've all we've all had things we've all to regret. Things we're not proud of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jack the gardener from Bromley uh, asked... No, he didn't do it. What happens, <laughs> what happens if this guy changes his age, then when he's older, outlives the world's oldest man? Does he then change his age back to his real one mm. to claim the world record? I'm confused. No, That's well, what he says. I, if I was the world's oldest man, I would be a bit upset if someone was identifying um, their, their self ahead of me in yeah. the world's oldest man. Yeah, this is an implication. I have mm. to be honest; I hadn't thought about. No, me neither. There you I, go. I wonder if this will come up in court. <laughs> but 
gent ladies and gentlemen of the jury, consider, if you will, the world's oldest man. Would it be fair? Would it be just for him to lose his title that he has worked hard for because of paperwork? <laughs> Yeah. Do you know, Frank, like you'd a, be a really wonderful judge. It's uh, like a disturbing uh, version of Rumpole of the Bailey, that yes. one. Well, do you know what I like? He's got a brown... He's got his brown cad file hoodie <laughs> yes. on today. Yes. I like that. I can see him as a sort of judge pickle for the millennium. I think that was more of a... <laughs> prosecuting Yes, it was prosecuting. Attorney. You're correct. It's uh, not the judge's do role. Do they say attorney in England? Mm. When I said that, it sounded American. Don't think they do. No, I don't... Is it council, I believe? Well, you know, you know what I mean. We the know one exactly who, what you mean. The one who's after him. <laughs> that's the one I'm on about. Yeah, so that's... Uh, there's so many implications to this. Yeah. A lot of knock-on effects. So many... I mean, what happens... Do you... What about all the beige clothes he's bought? <laughs> yeah. Can yes. He get the, can he get the money back on them? <laughs> Good point. Very difficult. <laughs> Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Frank, you have a good relationship with your mother-in-law, don't you? I would say so, yeah. OK. Salvatore Maniano doesn't. Manino? Does he know my mother-in-law? No. <laughs> no, I'm sure he would. Who doesn't love a bit of Sandy Mason? Well. This man... Um, I'm afraid he had a terrible relationship with his mother-in-law. Salvatore. Yeah, Salvatore. It's so bad that yeah. he decided to run away from her. And he was found in Edinburgh, in St Giles's Cathedral. Oh, yes. And he faked yes. memory loss. Did you remember this story? He pretended... No, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't Excellent remember answer. if I've ever faked memory loss. I remember him. I don't even ring the small bell. I faked my own memory. Uh, yeah, so he disappeared and the police were looking for him and then they discovered that on his computer, um, always clear your history, men and women, but mainly men, let's face it, he looked up terms such as how to disappear and how to fake memory loss. <laughs> Come on, yeah. I don't quite understand why he faked memory loss. I don't, but I don't think we should scare over how scary it is, the idea of the police looking at your Google searches. <laughs> no, I mean, it, some of mine are really stupid. So, oh, I wonder where that was going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just keep it clean. Um, I can, I... So, so you're confused as to why he would need to fake the memory Well, if you want to avoid your mother-in-law by going to another country, why not? Can't you just... That's legal, isn't it? Well, listen, but when he was discovered, though... Maybe he knew he didn't want to in incur her fury at I that point. See. So he had to say, oh, I, yes. I forgot, I didn't know. No, I think it's fair to say that his mother-in-law will probably help him remember <laughs> this incident. <laughs> she sounds quite uh, formidable. But she says, um... <laughs> she... Leave him to avoid your mother. Is, is he getting his advice from Bernard Manning? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Through a medium, obviously. Yeah, he said there was a. I like that there was a rumor that they suggested he put about that he was on the run from the Chinese mafia. I like that he's more frightened of his mother-in-law than Chinese mafia. <laughs> no, I think it did transpire that she's in the Chinese mafia. <laughs> <laughs> she spoke about it. She said, "I'm not the reason for his flight." Mm. She said, "I'll respect my daughter's decision whether to take him back." But we oh, can't. <laughs> oh, God, good luck. And then here's the kicker. But we cannot be living in the same house now. Oh. It's 
Well, that's a result for him. Yeah, it sounds like he's getting what he's wanted. Yeah. Oh, so she, they said, oh, well, you know. She does live with them, you see. This yeah. is the thing. So, yeah, it can be uh, tricky. Well, uh, I, the idea that the police stop you and you say, I just can't remember anything. And then he said he was interviewed in Italy and they realised he had no memory loss whatsoever. Well, what did he... <laughs> she, he must have really <laughs> messed up that interview. Yeah. He must have just said, have you got memory loss? No. <laughs> I mean, otherwise, you just say, I don't know, I can't remember anything. It's easy, isn't it? It's the easiest fake interview in ever. They might have tested him. They might have done some sne- thrown some sneaky th- things in. Oh, do you remember when Oasis played at Nebula? Oh, yeah. And then if he, admit- if he admitted to it, if you yeah. just brought up events in the lot, how long did he say he lost his memory for? No, That's but memory thing. loss, it's, I mean, it's all sort of random bits. I don't yes. I think you could remember Oasis at Nebworth okay. and still not remember your, your home life. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's lots of our <laughs> listeners <laughs> that are in exactly that position. Particularly people who saw Oasis at Nebworth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> Anyway, are they back together now? I'd like to end. Like no, no, like no, no. <laughs> uh, apparently, um, Noel Retton said he, does, he doesn't remember anything about it. <laughs> um, is it an happy ending to this story? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there is a sort of happy ending insofar as that um, when he was found in the cathedral in Scotland, the police, uh, the Scottish police, flew his wife and his oh. children over. But here, so, who's, pay, who's paying for that? Yeah. But the taxpayer. Well, here's I mean, the thing. So they did all right, didn't they? Yeah, but if they'd have flown the mother-in-law over, I mean, I would have won. I would have paid money for that. Well, I yeah. think Absolutely. she's got. I think you'll find she's got her own broomstick. <laughs> 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 oh, let's end on a seventies comedy <laughs> note. Okay, so it look, identifies as two thousand and eighteen. I can see it <laughs> in a blue dress shirt, ruffled dress shirt. Exactly. Now. <laughs> so. Um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Be seeing, you You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.